yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Valtrin Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to a, should we say, festive edition? the festive edition of the dc versus marvel podcast where we talk about uh the latest dc and marvel movie news my name is uz and i'm your regular dc fanboy and once again in the red corner representing marvel comics is my boy ed how you doing man what's up guys i'm good wonderful just chilling (laughs) just relaxing Took a what was supposed to be a thirty-minute nap earlier ended up being four hours. But wow, four hours! Are you getting in that mode where it's like you sleep during the day and then it's like I've been trying to. I've been trying to fix it because last week I got to the point where no exaggeration, my day was starting at eight p.m. and that that was bad. That was bad. So I had to kind of yeah fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a similar kind of thing. Like I've been I've been waking up at eleven o'clock like every day which for me is an is late like mm. super late and especially now because the kids can kind of like um get their own breakfast and stuff so they got yeah. to that age where they can get their own breakfast it's kind of getting a bit like wait a second i'm in bed at 11 o'clock this ain't right man so i, I set my alarm for for eight this morning because i thought i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it at 6 30 because that's like yeah. <laughs> that's too much that's yeah. too much so i set it at eight and uh and uh and i and I got up and it was kind of like, okay, fine. I've got to slowly work myself in over the next week back to that six, 6.30. That's the thing. You have mission. to fix it before you actually get back to work. Well, then you are screwed for those first exactly. Like, that first week. Exactly. Back. It's like my, my New Year's resolution was basically to go to sleep at 10 so I can wake up at 5, which is what I used to do like a few years ago. And the only, the only reason why I kind of think that is basically because um, – since it's weird like since i got since i got covid in january right i kind of like um my my like running stamina has completely disappeared like it's like it's like i i'll start to get chest pains after like you know after like running like 100 meters and it's not like i'm out of breath you can still go but it's just like this is not right yeah. <laughs> this is not right um so i need to really 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 properly start training again man so the only way i'm gonna do it is go from 5 a.m so let's see how long that lasts uh so <laughs> <laughs> i could actually even get sleep at 10 o'clock that is that that is the main thing mm. um but so what anyways, are we talking yeah. about this week man we got a lot we got quite a lot to talk about and isn't like usually we kind of try and ease in and be like okay let's get out of the way some of the the not so major stuff so we can get to the major stuff but this week kind of like i, I think pretty much everything is major this week kind of thing so uh yeah. so we kind of just gotta gotta go back into it before we do that um bit of uh bit of housekeeping right so uh one of our one of our listeners i'm just gonna get this up there a second uh one of our listeners i don't know i'm not gonna give his full name uh john 
his name from Wales. Um, but, uh, who basically like messaged us and says like, are you guys still doing the podcast? I can't find any of the episodes. And, uh, and I just messaged him back saying, uh, saying, yeah, man, we're still going. And, uh, you know, here's the links. If you look for DCVS Marvel podcast on Apple podcast or Google or wherever, uh, it'll come up with us. But for some reason, even though, uh, the old, uh, you know, the old podcast is gone and also the, um, the, you know, the, or all the old episodes and everything been deleted for some reason it still sometimes shows up so basically like if you go into spotify and you're not unsubscribed from the old dc versus marvel podcast um then it won't find you any of the new episodes of the new dc versus marvel podcast Technology. It must be something to do with the rss feed or something it's just conflicting <laughs> yeah yeah so basically like you have to I'm just yeah I'm just wondering whether because I've put it on a new provider or something like that that basically mm. like you have to get you have to unsubscribe from the old DC versus Marvel podcast and then search for DC versus Marvel podcast again and you will find it and it is there basically on all the platforms uh, that you can find so um I, I think some kind of it seems to be like um maybe that is people are doing that anyway because um, you know the numbers are are gradually kind of creeping up, but um, yeah, I just podcast. went and double checked everything. We, we did the it on purpose. <laughs> they, they have to be worthy to listen to this. So they, have to, to... <laughs> they have to be challenges that they have to <laughs> overcome. Well, that's the sad thing is like basically like the audience that we kind of built up kind of lost them uh, because they now can't find the stuff there again. So, uh, so I mean, like John was like, wow, okay, there's like 12 episodes here now. <laughs> we'll kind of have to um, have to listen to and stuff like that. So hopefully that will keep him occupied and not actually like, uh, you know, put off uh, listening to us there all the time. So, um, so yeah, uh, anybody who's listening there now, um, you know, Thanks for trying to find us there again. Uh, I will, I'm going to try and see if there's a way way around it. I don't know if there's a if there's a way around doing that. Maybe, um, maybe I still have the old logins to some of these other things, and I can kind of just delete them, like just mm. completely vanish them from the face of the earth. Well, uh, but John then, is here in this. Yeah, well done. Yeah, if you and were. then. Uh, <laughs> well you done, because you're the guy. Exactly, you're the guy. You're the guy who figured it out. So, um, before we get onto our topics, right? I like to read out some of the reviews of uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home um, from, and I sent. Obviously, I sent you some of these there, anyways. From uh, from our film forum, and just basically, I thought it'd be interesting. Kind of, you know, we're like huge comic book fans, right? So we're gonna love it, like full stop. But it's interesting to kind of see different people's viewpoints about it. Um, and then obviously we'll go into it. So uh, I've got um, got one here uh, from Amu, which says, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was the best ever. Um, and then and then Hap, who's like, who's, Hap says, I think that the Marvel Universe has finally disappeared up its multiverse's backside. Big disappointment, even for my seven and nine-year-olds. I can't think of a worse Marvel movie. Oh, uh, that's actually, is- actually no that's eternals that i've ever watched even a little bit of nostalgia could not save this for me (coughs) uh so and he also says the word bakwas which basically is in pajabi means like terrible like garbage basically um yeah what what 
what's your what's your kind of thought on that? No, if you feel that that was a terrible like to say that it's the worst Marvel movie is just the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. Like how how how? Even if you hadn't had the nostalgia of the other films, just based this film on it, even if you hadn't seen any other Marvel film, this wasn't a shit film. It was still structured, well entertaining and engrossing story. Like what is to hate? Like it makes no logical sense. And that just ain't yeah. from a Marvel fan. That's just how can you hate it? How? Yeah, exactly. And We're going to be yeah, talking exactly. about a film later, which you can hate, which makes more sense. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, you could you hate, but actually, actually, I think the director probably hates even more, to be honest. Um, but um, so another one here uh, from Tiff. Overall, I enjoyed it better uh, than the much recent stuff. The surprise was nice. Uh, Tom Holland is a decent Spidey and good to see some of the old other characters. But all the magic multiverse worlds folding inside out bollocks is sleep inducingly boring as are endless scenes of people getting smashed through walls and ceilings. Okay, I think um, I get it now. I think I get it. It's an, it's an intelligence issue. You know, if you get lost by someone just explaining that there are more than one universe out there and different versions of something, you know, just slow people just can't handle that. It's, it's too abstract for their brains to comprehend and to understand. And it's like, well, I don't get it. Why, why oh, is it? No. Oh, my God. Ed, you're going to get yes. me in such trouble. Bring him. Let him. Is... Come at me. Oh my Come at me. God. What can they do? They're dumb. They're stupid. Oh. They obviously are. So it's these purely are, these are, col- these, are, these are like colleagues in my profession. You know that, yeah? So oh. next time I turn up to one of these things, I'm going to get blasted. There you go. Stay away. Stay away. Stay okay. Test your dentist <laughs> before you go there because obviously some of them ain't too bright. This is the this is yeah exactly. Well, this is uh, this is the thing the the view of of the Marvel guy, right? But DC is when much more like accommodating to people. Like we'll we'll take anyone basically, right? But yeah. Uh, so any so anyways, yeah. I, I, this is the thing. Like, um, I, I I have talked to a few people at like work about this and stuff like that, and and just just mates and stuff generally. I think one of the things is this is a generational thing there as well. And I kind of figured this out by trying to show my kids. So my my nieces, right? One of my nieces is really, really into Marvel, like suit, like crazily into Marvel, right? And she got into it like yeah. a year ago. So she's she's seen like Iron Man, Avengers, all the Spider Mans, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? And she's like properly into it. She liked she liked. Uh, uh, you know the new Spider-Man film. She's nine, by the way. Uh, she liked the new Spider-Man film, but she didn't say it was the. You know, she didn't say it was amazing. It was great. It's fantastic. It was whatever. It's just like, oh, I really like that film because, like a, you know, like a Marvel film. She likes all the Marvel stuff, right? Um, but the thing that I can kind of see is it, it's like generational. From what I see from this, it's kind of like if you were like around when that first. Tony yeah. Maguire Spider-Man movie definitely came out. Helps. Definitely helps. And you you saw that and there was, uh, you know, I, I remember seeing that when I was at university. Like it was, you know, in fact, the, the, the main reason why I remember it is because um, because basically it came came out when we were uh, in the US because we went to we went to uh, New York and you know we all kind of went to go and see it together so that's the kind of thing that I remember there about it and then obviously like you know the the um, Andrew Garfield and all that kind of stuff there 
um, you know, it's just, I, I think it's more like if you were there the first time, mm. then when you see it there later on, it kind of makes it, makes it seem better. Kind of like the same way you got a lot of people who were Star Wars fans who saw the Star Wars films when they first came out mm. and then went to see Phantom Menace and were raving about it, right, when they first saw it. And then later on, we're like, oh, yeah, it's not not so great. Yeah, because they've got the Phantom Menace, though. That ain't going to have that effect. I know, I know, I know. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to just, I'm yeah. trying to just uh, give a kind of comparison there off it. Did, so, did you actually watch the other Spider-Mans since? Um, so this is um, the thing. So this is this is the problem that I have now, right? So my kids now, because my nieces came for Christmas Day, are like, uh, we want to see the new Spider-Man film, right? And I'm like, you can't just watch <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. film. You haven't, right? Good so you can't. Good parent in there, like that. <laughs> you have to go and see Spider-Man One, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, Amazing Spider-Man One, Amazing Spider-Man Two, and now you yeah, and then watch, uh, you know, the Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah. One and Two, and then and then that one. So we started off and watched um, watched the original Spider-Man, and um, you know they they were like, okay. Um, they, they kind of understood, okay, this is the first Spider-Man, whatever, you know, fantastic, what's, you know, it's, it's all good and stuff. And then um, we watched Spider-Man 2. And then, um, and then we watched Spider-Man 3. Uh, and then they watched Spider-Man Homecoming. And now they're getting lost, right? And the reason why they're getting lost is because basically there's loads of little bits in it that he says certain things. And, you know, kids, man, they pick up on every single little thing. Mm. And they're like, oh, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I'm like, oh, my days, right? So basically, there's this bit. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, it's like that time when I stole Captain America's shield, right? So then this morning, my daughter goes, oh, yeah, what's, what does that mean when he stole Captain America's shield? See, this so is the problem when they watch things out of sequence. It's what I try to tell people. It's like a TV show. You can't just jump in halfway. You have to yeah. go start from the beginning. It doesn't work otherwise. It's just a mess. That is, you're, you're right. You're right. So that's the thing. So, so now, so, so what I then did was I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> basically, I put on I put on Captain America: Civil War and forwarded it to the, to oh, the where, they're, where they're fighting in the in the uh, in the German airport, right? And uh, Spider Man comes and he just takes the shield. I said, "Oh, that's the reason why he takes the shield." Then my daughter's like, "Why are they fighting in an airport?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, yep, yep, uh, yep. how am I going to explain this?" Right? That's so I'm nice. like, "Okay, well, basically, what happened was is that." Um, the uh, Captain America. Why are you explaining thing. it? You should just yeah. be showing it to them. Like Mate, a week, everyone's staying you know in this room, films? in this living room for a week, and we're watching everything. Oh man, you know how many films there are. It's just absolutely mental. And, and then, and then, <laughs> not enough. Um, and then, um, because because the same thing happened when we were watching Hawkeye, right? So we're watching Hawkeye, and they're like. Uh, what's he talking about here? Uh, what does what? <laughs> this is the classic? What does he mean? <laughs> what does he mean that Natasha sacrificed herself? I'm like, oh no, See? oh man, this was I knew this was coming when you were like, I don't let them watch anything. I knew this was coming because they can't they can't hide them from it, man. <laughs> oh man, but it's like now it's like, oh my days, we're gonna have to show them like literally every single one. So I'm kind of, if you guys listening have any idea on how to do an absolute condensed version of this, right? Because firstly, Dude. each of these movies are like 
two and a half hours long yeah so it's like apart from the early phase one ones which is just over two hours it's kind of like okay well you're gonna end up watching 60 hours of films they're gonna be like they're gonna end up with you know glasses like their dad. Dude, the I'd be I'd be making this. This will be I'd be making money out of this. This will be like the new reaction videos as <laughs> you introducing your kids to the MCU every week with new films. People yeah, love yeah. that. Oh my days! Yeah, I just you know what I'd just say I'd just say look anything you can't understand. Can you just give Uncle Ed's a ring? Yeah, <laughs> he will explain this what this means, what this word is saying, what is that. So well, so get comfortable, uh, kids. Exactly, well, exactly, and, and and we'll come we'll come to this obviously in a moment when a certain character turned up in Hawkeye, and I'm like, yes, like that. And they're like, who's that guy? I'm like, oh, that buddy. I can understand because you probably don't want to show them. Exactly, there, do I need to show them? Do I really want to show them that? I don't know. So yeah, it's um, it's a difficult one, but man. Then, but yeah, at least show them a trailer so that way they know that when. Uh, What's his face pops up on screen as well? The Daredevil on Spider Man, when they eventually watch that, they'll also understand that. Oh, this guy's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Also, they can't understand what the blip means. So I tried to explain that to them that Thanos came and, you know, he basically oh, put everybody uh, out of existence and all this kind of stuff. You're taking the magic away. Like, you're taking the shock of them experiencing no it magic. The, for the first time. Oh, I, I'm bad. trying to fast. I'm trying to fast forward them to a stage. I need wine where they... to deal with this. <laughs> no. I, I'm trying to fast forward them to a stage where they can watch Spider-Man Far From Home in the cinema while it's still in the cinema. That's the whole point, right? And there's absolutely no way that all of these other things can be watched within that within that kind of time. You know what I mean? Um, so that's the mission. That's the mission, man. I, if I, I'm going to have to go on YouTube, maybe find a condensed MCU phase one to three or something. Somebody just like, I don't know, yeah, just like a little something like that. Video and then of them just talking through. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even if it's an hour, even if it's an hour, that's man. fine. These are family <laughs> films. Just let them watch it, man. Mate, do you know how many films there are? They have to matter. watch Iron Man One, Iron Man Two. They can skip Iron Man Three because they don't really matter. Yeah. They have to watch Thor One at least, Captain America One, yeah, One definitely, and and, and Winter Soldier because otherwise they ain't gonna understand what yeah, the hell. Yeah, need that, need why that. is Winter Soldier in there? Even um, yeah, Winter Soldier, and then they're gonna have to have, watch Civil War, and then they're gonna have to, have to watch. Avengers One, Avengers Two, Did they um, watch even on the thing, Shang Chi. They watch Shang Chi, but Shang Chi's kind of on its own. That's yeah, the beauty of it. Were man. they like, who is that guy with the portals? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to sound, um, you know, xenophobic or anything. But it's kind of just like they're just kind of like, oh, it's a magical, magical, uh, you know, uh, Asian guy basically opening a, opening a portal and God. they're all you know they uh, that's that's what they just thought so they have, oh, they have no idea oh, however they do know who captain marvel is how i don't know because i've never shown them who they captain go to marvel school is. man that's what i'm saying you can't protect marvel them. is they go all to these, school i know who captain marvel is so um oh, so yeah so that's the thing yeah, so that is that is the thing, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the the one thing that I you know that I would I would say is that kind of like my daughter kind of watches it just as a film, whereas my son actually gets 
a lot more into it. Like it's now, it, yeah. yeah, he just watched like an hour or so, you know, I, they watched half of Spider-Man, but it's kind of past their bedtime, so set them up. Um, Hold on, did you skip then, Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, no, they saw, they, they've already seen that with my sister-in-law like a year ago. I didn't even know, but basically they've already seen it. Oh, that's right. Me. And two, one and two. Oh, okay. I don't know why, why, <laughs> why, but they know that. So they, so that's the thing. So when they saw that, they're like, when they were saying, and they saw Tobey Maguire, they're like, oh, is this a different Spider-Man? You know, it's like, yeah, but I didn't know they'd ever seen any Spider-Mans. But obviously now I know that they'd actually watched, mm. watched it with my sister-in-law. So they've already seen Amazing Spider-Man. So to them, Andrew Garfield is the original Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is the the next one, the next and then up, Tom yeah. Holland's the one afterwards, right? So, um, so anyways, uh, interested <laughs> to see once they have seen all of them, wh- who they think is their favorite because they're seeing it all in one goal. They don't have the the bias of nostalgia, which I think is yeah. why everyone always goes for Maguire. Even though for me, I love those yeah. original films, but he he's not Peter Parker for me because he's yeah. his version of it isn't like what the comic version that I remember reading. Holland is the closest for me to the comic book version of Peter Parker. The quips, I, I, the, 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 you know, the always just talking, never shutting up. Mm. It's not this quiet nerd that inspires. I'll tell you, for, for, my, for my son, it ain't going to be Tom Holland. And I'll tell you the reason why. I almost forgot to kind of tell you this. So yesterday, yeah, um, so they, they, watched, um, they watched Homecoming, yesterday so they'll they'll they're, they're watched um they're watching uh far from home today so they've seen half, half of far from home today right so so yesterday they're watching um and, and the thing is my son and daughter they don't know like many um we, they're not swear words but like you know we don't really kind of you know yeah. teach them like certain words and stuff like that right so they're watching this thing and i've obviously forgotten what homecoming is like i haven't seen it for a long long time right and there's a bit in there where basically um flash is djing and he's going uh when i say penis you say parker penis parker <laughs> like that yeah right so they're doing that and then my son yeah later on like probably two hours later after the film has finished yeah he goes He's eating, he's eating his dinner, and this out of nowhere he goes, penis. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Random. He's six, yeah. But you <laughs> haven't heard that in school. What sort of school do they go to that they don't even hear it? That's they, go, they go to a posh school, man. They go to a posh school. Even worse, in but, my yeah. opinion, from my experience, <laughs> girls I've met, even worse. So, yeah. So, so my wife turned around and go, where did you learn that word, right? And then, uh, then he's like started crying and stuff like because he he's like he didn't know it was a naughty word and stuff, right? So it's not it's an anatomical word, yeah. but you know he, he he's kind of like you know. Um, so my wife's like, oh, you don't you don't say things like this, especially at the table, right? So and so he's like, um, so he, he was kind of like that. And then my wife said to me today when they were watching No Way Home, she's like, um, 
you know, have you seen this film before? And I was like, yeah, definitely. She's like, yeah, because that other one had some like, you know, silly things in it and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. This one's, this one's totally fine. But he still got that. He still got that on his mind, basically, that he got, he got told off for repeating something. And that's going to taint his opinion. Even so, even so today, when, um, when they finished the film halfway through, um, and and he went upstairs. I said, "Mate, get in your pajamas and then go to bed." Yeah, he gets in his Spider-Man pajamas and then jumped <laughs> jumped into bed. Right, um, so he's like straight away, like you know, uh, I you know, I want to be part of this uh, of this universe kind of thing. And I think for for a oh, kid like that, us, man, to see another to kid. Do it. It's there. It's Dude. in there. The seed is in there. You can't Dude. just try and destroy this plant that's growing within him and let it grow let it flourish start from the beginning start oh, Sunday. The, beginning, the beginning is just too long man i have to go all the way from iron man one oh dude i'll have to think about it. i'll think about it and then, and then see if i've uh you know if there's if there's enough time to see uh to see every single thing um but guys, let's actually get into the what we came here to talk about, oh, yeah. which was, uh, which is, um, we're talking today uh, some Hawkeye. We're gonna be talking uh, some Batman. We're gonna be talking um, uh, some uh, further Spider-Man kind of stuff, uh, and we're also gonna be talking about the film of the moment, <laughs> The Matrix, um, Resurrections regurgitations we're going to be talking about so so yeah so we're um but first uh let's talk some hawkeye man um i know that boba fett is out there as well but neither me or eds have seen it yet so once we've seen it we'll give you guys a review there next week probably this the second episode will probably be out yeah. by then there as well so we do one and two together so, Wednesdays now, so yeah double double hitter next week double hitter so um Hawkeye season finale. Now, um, I don't know what happened to me last time when we were discussing this, but I think I missed some of that previous episode because you were saying certain things there to me. Like, are you? Did you miss this, or did he? Are you sure? Did you not see this? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like thinking, I did see that, but I must have missed parts out or or dozed off or I don't know what because. Mm -hmm. Um, cause there's definitely bits that I missed from there. Definite things that people were saying, um, like, you know, um, you know, just, yeah, just missed loads of stuff. So, um, I actually did a recap of five again before, I, before I watched number six. Um, and then obviously what six there again. So, what didn't you um, get? no, cause it, um, you know, you, uh, you were saying to me like, Oh, didn't you not see, um, uh, you know, um, she's talking to Kingpin, obviously, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And now I'm thinking, did I actually see that? I can't remember. I was, I think I was like half asleep while I was actually watching it. There's so many little things, like even like when the uh, the sword guy, you know, was was kind of framed and stuff like that, and uh, he disappeared off and stuff like that in the in the second episode, uh, in the in the fifth episode. I kind of I'd missed it. I literally must have been dozing in and out. <laughs> Uh, so I had to I had to watch it again just to understand what the hell was was going on again because you were saying stuff to me and I was like yeah I'm sure I've seen that and then then afterwards I was like <laughs> I was like <coughs> I was like nah probably probably not so I watched that again and obviously then um, we all watched together 
the season finale, which was pretty good. I mean, um, a lot of people, I think, are not going to like it because it's not that, oh, look, the whole world's in danger kind of thing. That is what, when I was talking to Mo about it, <laughs> on talking at the movies podcast again, I think that's his issue, that it doesn't feel like it matters as much because he's so used to these big universe-level stakes that, you know, things are so important that human race is going to be destroyed or something, that these little ground-level stories don't interest him that much. It's just, it's just a shame because that's where you really get more of the character stuff, man. And I've, I've had so much fun with Hawkeye. It's been a big surprise because I did not expect to like it at all. And it's been my yeah, favourite. It's one of those things that kind of... Um, it's been a show just that you can just watch, like, as a family. It's entertaining. Mm. <coughs> oh, my God. Sorry, I've got... Again? Uh, no, I, I've, got, I've got family around, so that you, you're guaranteed to pick up something Capsule, or somebody, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and also probably just... I, I, think I've, I think I drank, like, nearly three litres of of uh of uh, pepsi max over the past like oh few like days over <laughs> christmas and stuff so yeah like phosphoric acid probably destroyed destroyed my whole throat but anyway yeah um so it's like you can watch it as a family it's not kind of you know there's nothing really too bad about it and stuff like that but even with this there were certain things that i kind of had to explain there to the kids um you know the things with the trick arrows and stuff like um you know where basically they use a trick arrow and the the truck kind of becomes oh, tiny yeah because they haven't seen ant-man see you're making more issues for yourself <laughs> by hiding them from this stuff you yeah. have to explain if they knew so so they're like um they're they're like uh so even today so they're like it says pim on it and i was like yeah that's because because of ant-man blah blah so when i showed them today the uh the captain america civil war battle thing mm. my daughter goes why are they calling captain america scott isn't his name pim and i'm like oh no <laughs> that's this this the hag pim is like is like the the scientist guy he yeah. used to have the suit and then he gave it to yeah just too much to explain but anyway, uh. <laughs> anyway um i i i really did like this episode um I kind of um I liked the way they made Kingpin like a threat, like a physical threat, while also at the same time, um they can't show the same brutality that is shown in Daredevil, for example. Yeah. Um but I like the little kind of callback that they had where the first time we kind of see Kingpin in Daredevil, he's smashing this dude's head in, yeah. right? In the in the car, right? And in this, you kind of see him and he walks up to the car and he rips the door off, right? And, uh, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people I've seen saying online is like, you just expect him to like start bashing her head <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with, the, with the, door. the door, you know what I mean? <laughs> like after he's ripped it off, you know what I mean? But it's like, nah, that's, uh, you know. It's, yeah, it's I like that they right? retain that he is a physical badass to saying you just don't want to mess with one-on-one. That even superheroes he, get their ass kicked. Yeah, dealing with him. Yeah, and he's not like he's like um, he's not like oh uh, like Shang Chi or whatever where he's got like amazing fighting ability. Uh, he's just a beast, man. Yeah. You, just, you like get hit mudslide. once by him. It's like a slow moving yeah. mudslide that is maybe slow if he can get away, but it's still very dangerous and you get caught. It just yeah. rolls over you. And, and she got her he, ass yeah. kicked. Oh, she did get her ass kicked, and it's and it's done in a way that. <clears throat> 
that's the one thing I like about this, right? I see a lot of kind of um, films and stuff there nowadays where it's like, you if the protagonist is female, they never get injured, right? Mm. And when they do, it's like, oh, you know, I've got a little kind of bruise here and there. It's like, that Kate was not like, equality. If guys are going to get their ass kicked, women are going to get their ass kicked equally as bad. Yeah, and the thing is that um, the way that um, that you end up winning, you have to be a bit smarter about the way of doing it. You have to use a little bit of guile and skill and stuff like that if you're physically kind of out outmanned, if you know what I mean. If it's a um, good film. If it's a bad film. If it's just a bad film. Power through somehow. Even if yeah. they're the size of a toothpick, oh, yeah, yeah, which is which is just re- absolutely ridiculous. So, um, so this this did it in in quite a good way. Um, one of my only real criticism about this episode was Clint himself um, seemed quite helpless in a lot of the situations. Like he wasn't like. Um, you know, he in a lot of it is kind of like he's not he's not like a true leader. You know, he's always been on his own. He's always like you know done stuff on his own uh, yeah. under orders. So he's it's not soldier. like takes orders, yeah, carries them out. So he doesn't like lead people into battle or anything like that. Yeah. But at the same time, there were certain bits where he was kind of like you know stuck, and it's like he needed help here and there, and he he made some silly decisions right which was um you know which was kind of uh uh you know kind of i, I don't know how he would have made that and done that when he's by himself but maybe they're just trying to show that he's rusty now and he's older yeah. or, or and you know basically deaf as well he's <laughs> deaf yeah he's deaf there as well i, I really like the fact they're keeping yelena's accent that is that's yeah. one of the things like you know it's kind of like um you know, some people they criticize it because it's like, oh, it's like a, it's like a stereotypical Russian accent. But I right. think it kind of makes it, it adds to the, that can in itself could be comical without they, actually. Obviously, never met comical. someone from Russia who's new from there <laughs> only like within the last decade because they talk like that. That's how they talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how they talk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the, I, you know, it's um, I, I think I, I like the way that that was kind of done. Um, you know. All, uh, everything kind of um culminates obviously with um with clint and yelena kind of you know kind of coming together and stuff and and basically like yelena obviously finds out you know kind of what happened with uh with natasha and stuff um and um you know they i I can't remember the secret whistle the secret tune they have um that that clint kind of uh you know Clint kind of tells her and then obviously uh we you know we see um we see then at that point Elena kind of realizes obviously what's uh what's going on um the the Maya story obviously then culminates there as well with uh you know with Kingpin um yeah, it felt like and... they kind of left they didn't really give much to that it kind of just kind of faded out but then I remember that she's also supposed to have her own spin-off show so I guess she'll get a a lot more to do there so i'm okay with that. yeah i mean the thing is that gunshot could have gone anywhere it could have gone in the air yeah, she could have shot off, it just in the air and said it's off camera it didn't count yeah yeah so. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like the tree falling in the forest and nobody nobody heard it, it didn't happen right and the nephew kind um, of well we don't know how it's gonna turn out but he kind of gave away that when he originally met with faggy they spoke about a number of mm. properties and stuff that he could do so 
if that yeah. still stands and this is just one of many so and and he also did reveal something interesting that basically like kingpin disappeared in the blip so that's why he lost his crown as the king of new basically like um mm. somebody like somebody that. tweeted saying like uh you know um uh this isn't the same kingpin or whatever as it is in the daredevil ones and then uh vincent kind of uh tweeted back saying uh actually yeah this is the kingpin who has lost his mojo because he disappeared in the blip and he's Five now trying years. to build his yeah. uh thing Five back up a as long the king. time man you lose all that power all the influence you gotta start again exactly 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 man and he doesn't have an heir does he he doesn't have somebody no. who is saying like you can take over or anything like that so um it'll be interesting to see how he builds that back up and i think that's probably the best way to go there with him is kind of like okay let's see him build this back up let's see him kind of like take over you know I, I don't know if um, I, I don't know enough about uh, about you know the, the Spider-Man villains to whether there is a um, like a mafia, kind of like there is in Batman, right? Kingpin. So in yeah, so, is so big in the Spider-Man. He's a big part of the Spider-Man story. So he that's why I hope he does pop up in those films. No, what I what I mean is is that um, so so in in one of the Batman stories after the Joker kind of you know floods Gotham and stuff like that, you end up getting the crime families fighting over different parts of Gotham, oh, right? Yeah. And then what happens is they kind of end up fighting each other, and you end up getting like Black Mask taking over one area, and you get mm. uh, Two Face taking over the other area, and it ends up with Black Mask taking over everything, basically, right? So um, with this, I'm just wondering. Uh, are there little bits like you know Falcone having one and Maroni having one bit, and then Kingpin is actually t- you know taking over you know each bit? I think that'll be an interesting way to have a you know have a series. Well, they did a good job because I've been rewatching Daredevil, and yeah, they kind of really broke down how New York is divided up into like you've got the the Chinese, the Japanese, the Russians, you know, the black. So yeah, they they could they could do that, and you could even bring in. Uh, it depends how much they want to take from the old Netflix stuff, but they're definitely characters they can bring in to kind of uh, be part of all that. Yeah, I think uh, the thing is, is like um, then potentially HBO Max needs to get its stuff in order because they're trying to do the same kind of thing with the Penguin series, mm. and um, and the Penguin is a big, you know, it's a big thing. But once you got Marvel backing something like the Kingpin. Um, and you got it on Disney Plus, which actually is worldwide, unlike HBO Max, which bloody isn't. Um, then you could potentially have, you know, something just, you know, just taking the rug from under you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if they have the same kind of idea with with Kingpin, uh, it might even be going on right now. We don't we don't know. You know what I mean? So, um, never so, know the plans because what that uh, Jennifer. Ah, the chick who was in um, it was in Iron Fist and it was all in Matrix. I forgot her name. Oh, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She gave away that Cox knew about Spider Man for for like at least two years. Yeah. Knew for what? He kept that. He did a good job of keeping his lip tight. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He's lucky because I think unfortunately too much of the focus was on Garfield. Nobody wants to go and speak to Toby because Toby is like. 
uh he's like yeah. an aggressive yeah. <laughs> aggressive guy um so it's all like oh let's speak to andrew garfield and then they kind of left charlie cox not so much in it as much as garfield but um but yeah so overall what is your what's your kind of thoughts of this this series um you know what you kind of thought of it enjoyed the hell out of it big surprise every week was a joy was tuning in to watch it i like the setting probably the most christmasy thing i've watched this whole year to be honest yeah i loved it man it's a lot of fun and yeah uh kate bishop great addition can't wait yeah. to see her again in other shows or movies just it works for me i think there's a good sort of character that you can put with a multitude of different characters in there the, the bounce off back and forth would always be interesting man so I like yeah that. Yeah, there was always some good bounce off between her and Yelena throughout the yeah. entire thing. Like the, you know, the elevator scene and stuff was quite funny in this, in this last one. So, yeah, uh, same man. I, I enjoyed the hell out of this. I haven't enjoyed really any of the others, to be honest. Um, you know, I know people praise the shit out of WandaVision, but dude, this thing took six flipping episodes to get going. Right. And it's like, and it's like, you know, and each episode is like 25 minutes long. It's like they could have cut that down to like, you know, making 50 minute episodes like Hawkeye and actually just, you know, accelerated the process. But anyway, that, um, yeah. Um, to, to me, this is, this is, um, yeah, I'd, I'd put this, I'd put this one up there, man. Um, because I, I don't have too much of a vested interest in the other characters. So yeah, I I I enjoyed this and I think it's got rewatchability there. Maybe, yeah. you know, five, ten years down the line you can kind of watch it again and be like, you know, this was you know, this is quite entertaining. Five ten years, man. Five ten months, man. Five ten weeks. Five ten months. <laughs> five ten weeks. Mate, I've got I've got like 30 films to go through. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so that is the thing, man. So uh, guys, let's flip to some DC now. And um, basically that, uh, you know, when I, I, I came back from The Matrix, which we are going to discuss there in a bit, um, and I was, I was in depression mode for like two, <laughs> for like two three days. Um, and, and, and after that, I was like, oh, my God, there must be something. There must be something to bring the mood back up, right? And then out of nowhere, this trailer kind of drops. It wasn't even listed properly, like on, you know, on the on on DC's um, or Warner Brothers um, uh, YouTube channels. Um, and it was kind of just is the weird listing. And then afterwards, like it started gathering momentum. Like you know, some of these ones they're promoted. I think they just dropped it and like didn't like promote it or push it or anything like that. And it just mm-hmm. kind of obviously went through. So we see this. Batman and Catwoman trailer. Before I say anything about this, have you seen this, or did is this the one I you did. wanted? I to just wasn't leave gonna it watch then? it. I tried to stay away, and I did for a couple of days, but I ended up caving in one day, and I saw the thumbnail. Why not? You know, yeah, there's a lot in it. it. Shows quite a lot, but still, I just love the tone. I love the tone. Of yeah, this, man. I love the darkness of it. I, I don't like Patterson's Bruce Wayne look, though. Like the hair, just the floppy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too keen on that. But beyond that, it still looks amazing. And Zoe Kravitz. What? Yes. <laughs> Criticized that did... casting in the beginning, but yes, that works for me. I did discussion with this about, because uh, I, 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 I watched this trailer for like the seventh time uh, with, with my mom there. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like 
Batman being all brutal and like hitting these uh, villains and stuff. And I'm like, mom, that's basically what Batman is in the comics. Yeah. I was like, no, he never started like that. He never started like that. He's, you know, in the 60s, he used to be all like boom and pow. I said, mom, that 1960s that Batman been the main is, is an aberration. In the backside of <laughs> Batman, that damn TV show, man. <laughs> so that is an aberration, man, in the, in the you know, in, uh, in, in Bat lore. It's absolutely, you know, nothing like the, uh, the comic books and stuff like that. But, um, this is detective noir batman basically right yeah. um and you kind of you kind of tell the the story of of what's going on that thomas wayne was into some cd shit basically that that's basically what they're trying to say um and he was in with organized crime as well as dodgy cops and all and all this kind of stuff and um that the legacy's there um and maybe that alfred has portrayed it to bruce that his dad was this amazing philanthropist and you know did all this kind of stuff whereas actually he was inbuilt with you know the uh um the bad guys as well uh in effect maybe it'll come out that it was a necessary evil in order for him to do the good stuff he had to get in bed with the bad guys yeah 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 it might it might be like that um Paul Dano is creepy oh, as hell, dude, man. When isn't he creepy? Name he's... one thing he's ever been in where he hasn't come off as a creepy guy. Like, that's his specialty. Though. I love it. His specialty is just getting beaten up, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, it's going to be, somebody's going to do a compilation of, like, him in Prisoners, him in There Will Be Blood, and him in this, getting beaten up. And it's like, what was the best? The best beating that he received. Like, <laughs> exactly. What was the best ass whipping that he basically received? I can't man? Help watch this trailer and think to me, like, they might not go here because they may feel it's a bit too comic booky, but this sort of tone for them to do like a court of owls story in this tone with this Batman would be just could be so good. It would yeah, yeah, it would be. And this is the thing that you said quite a lot, right? Because um, I don't know too much about the ins and outs of, of filming stuff and how, how film films work and stuff like that. But it's like you compare this film to The Matrix. This has a hundred million budget. The Matrix has a hundred and fifty million budget, right? This looks flipping incredible. Whereas sure. the Matrix looks like flipping garbage, right? And it's like it's basically because somebody who knows cinematography color grading films on a proper camera all this kind of stuff how to frame a shot is like filming this as opposed to the other thing there right um so yeah i mean just the just the way the way they've shot some of these things is really atmospheric and it really is um i I put up on the i put up on my instagram actually about the um about the Telltale games, because the Telltale games have a very similar kind of origin storyline for for Batman, um, and a very similar kind of vibe to the way this film is. And I'm kind of just, it's just too similar, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. it kind of seems like maybe Matt Reeves knows about it, or he's seen something about it, or somebody's told him something about it. That it's kind of like the the vibe the way stuff is <laughs> it's portrayed in that it's quite uh similar to the way this film seems to be going so 
yeah um it's I, I don't know i it's 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 my most anticipated of, of of next year although there is a shit ton of stuff coming out next year you know what i mean but uh but morbius? <laughs> but we'll see morbius 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 sacrificed himself because it's like mate you've got the biggest film of this year uh in effect in spider-man which you know has now reached reached a billion right um and it's like there's nothing about Morbius in it. It's like, no. are, are you are you dumb? Well, like, don't want it's no like... parts of that. They don't they they don't want to touch that for me when they've got Blade. That's the thing. Thing is, it's That's not going to make sense. It's not going to make sense. They've got Vulture in it from Holland. They've got Garfield Spider Man spray painting on the wall, and Venom exists apparently because he talks about Venom. Like, where in the where? How does this universe? What this film is not going to make sense. It's like yeah. the writers just didn't think about it and they didn't really So care. this is so this is the thing. So there's been rumors that um that Garfield is gonna have his own kind of series or something that's gonna exist in that universe. But then that makes no sense because it's the bloody Toby Maguire Spider-Man who is a poster which Morbius is walking past. Oh, was it Mag- yes, yeah, Maguire? It's Maguire, it's the Maguire, oh, one. It's the Maguire one. I thought it was Garfield. And it's it no, no, it's this it's the Maguire one because it's got the it's got like a yellowish background and stuff like that. Okay. Um and it's got like the raised um you know the raised silvery spider you know web kind of thing over the top of it basically. Uh whereas the uh Garfield one <coughs> sorry <coughs> the Garfield one is like is black webbing which with like the little dotted kind of bits inside it. Um so yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Yeah, so, um, so then it's like, okay, well then, Tobey Maguire even exists in the Venom, in the Venom universe. How does this make any sense? So, so Venom, Venom exists. They know Spider Man exists. He's the most famous bloody person in New York because God knows how many exploits he's had. Yet then, Venom is like, uh, oh sorry, um. Eddie Brock is surprised. An investigative reporter, Eddie Brock, is surprised when Venom's like, I know who Spider-Man is. It's like, dude, come on now. Which it's like, does it does a Spider-Man exist in your universe because you already shown that? I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's dumb as shit. Like, I've heard about them wanting to bring Garfield back. I'm not opposed to it. You just have to find a logical way to make it make sense why he's around, you know, uh, Tom Hardy and all of that coming together and it's and i don't trust it because this is just going to be sony on their own this is their you know version so they they don't really have to talk to Feige and all that to get a decent story they'll just be like oh, okay no one and, cares. and it makes no sense anyway because some of the symbiote was left in yeah. so the tom holland get, universe we're going to get two venoms running around at some point yeah which is going to be confusing for civilians, regular civilians I to prefer to them that don't really follow all this shit. Unless we get a different Eddie Brock. And that's where the conspiracy theory comes in because um, you heard about Tom Tom Hardy and how he's got in trouble over the last week or whatever. Oh. Because some... So uh, Tom Hardy about, when was it? Uh, when did the first Venom come out? 2019? 20, 2019 uh, or so? About that. 18, 19, yeah. 2018 2019 so about three years ago right uh he was doing a press tour and he's doing uh he basically played 
um, a Japanese guy in some kind of, uh, I don't know, some kind of uh, um, play or something like that. And he described the Japanese guy as, uh, he goes, oh, I was playing some Chinaman or whatever, right? So somebody's found this recording, which he basically did as a, uh, as a thing for Venom like the you know like a fan thing for venom and now they've put it and it's just gone viral everywhere and um you know uh he's been forced to apologize for saying you know being racist to chinese people basically it's Um, it's definitely culturally insensitive yeah but the way that hollywood tends to work literally venom's just come out so it's not going to be until like another two years before the next one so by that point you know how this stuff, the new cycle works. Maybe people be onto something else. Tom Holland probably be cancelled by that point, so no one would care. And the thing is, I've heard way, way more, to me, racist stuff by, um, by Hollywood critics um, than I have heard something like that. So when the when the Venom film actually came out, there was a lot of like critics on youtube and hollywood critics and stuff like that saying the reason why venom did so well in uh china and japan is because they're very unsophisticated audiences and they're basically like um they just like to watch films where people just you know have action and bash each other's heads in and stuff like that right and it's like okay that in itself is yeah. essentially a racist comment, right? You you're basically saying that okay, Venom did better over there because they're unsophisticated and just as a people. That's basically saying that's, that's basically what you're saying. They're dumb. Um, those same people could then not go and start dig up digging up random quotes of you know what somebody else is saying and and things like that. You know what I mean? It's just I just find it just find it odd, man. Um, but yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know how. How do we get from Batman into this? Uh, Your most know, anticipated film Venom. in 2022. Oh, the most anticipated film yeah. apart from apart from Morbius. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Batman. But, good. but yeah, I mean, there's. I actually looked at the list of stuff that is coming next year, and it is just crazy. The only thing that I think maybe might not come next year is Wakanda Forever, which is slated for November. But I think that's going to get moved to the year year after. <laughs> I think, and the reason why I say that is uh, there's too much, too many things in those kind of slots there. Basically, the mad thing is um, there are two films in July which were like a week apart. There was like something, and there was Black Adam. I think it was Doctor Strange, and then it was Black Adam, like a week after. Um, right (laughs) i'm just thinking like okay um you know i i I don't know i'm gonna eat rock's lunch yes (laughs) so so, um so yeah those those are the kind of things but um at the moment kind of like batman's unopposed but um there's 46 days later it's going to come on hbo max or something um which i think is enough time for it's that's that's a month right yeah basically so you got a month yeah yeah, you got a month of people going and watching it on, um, you know, on in the cinema, which I think a lot of people are going to do anyway. So, um, yeah, definitely my most anticipated uh, next year, apart from Top Gun Maverick, which is my number oh, one yeah. anticipated for next year, uh, just because I love fireplace. But anyway, um, let's go into our big movie review, man. Um, 
yeah. Matrix. Um, and guys, the only reason why you know uh, we are reviewing this is because there are graphic novels and comic books in the Matrix. And if you want yeah. to see a a good uh, story of the Matrix, then check those out because they are generally uh, decent. Um, before I start saying anything, oh, read, what did you think? You read a bunch of them, so what, what yes, I found tell? some of them online. I found some of them online. They're the, it's the same as the films, but they extrapolate. They basically give you a little bit more kind of background and stuff oh. like that, basically, right? So um, you know, it's just the one, two, three films, you know, yeah. basically. Okay. So it just tells you a little bit about the background and the Merovingian and you know how he rose to power and how, you know all that kind of stuff, basically. So it's quite interesting. It goes a lot more into it than the films do. Uh, the films would have to be six, seven hours to pull that stuff in. But yeah, uh, decent, uh, basically. So check them out. The artwork is not fantastic, but still, um, it's, it's all right. So um, before we go into this, this is the first film that I've seen um, probably for about three, four years where I've actually just seen people walk out after like 20, 30 minutes. Um, and I honestly like, because this is like, you know, the, our, where we went to is packed. Um, and there were people, I think, oh, they're just going, you know, go for the toilet or whatever. But they were literally genuinely walking out. <laughs> Um, of the place so i don't know what their thoughts were um but yeah before i'd say anything about you after know what this, i thought what did you think about it well after the second trailer i was a little there was things i was starting to see in that trailer that worried me more so than the first but i was like oh i'm not sure about it so i decided not to go cinema and just watch it at home and i'm glad i did because i did not enjoy this and it breaks my heart to say that because i do love the matrix even the ones everyone else hates. Well, Revolution ain't so great, but you know, I find we reloaded. There's stuff in there that I can enjoy. But this was just too. It was. It was. It just felt like it was uh, made by a completely different person. I mm. guess we know which one of the Wachowskis is the one with the the, the artistic eye, especially for the action scenes, because there was nothing in this action wise that even stood out. And I, so, have you seen? Have you seen the interviews that Lana Wachowski's been giving? Read little bits and bobs, but not watching full. Um, watch the videos, right? Very, very telling, yeah. right? And this is why, like, I put on you know on our WhatsApp group. I think this is a piss take. I honestly think that Lana Wachowski has done a piss take I because. Kinda, well, I kind of say yeah, I kind of understand that, but then at the same time, I feel like would she do that to Keanu, and. The other mm. one, Trinity, like, doesn't isn't she fond of them enough that she wouldn't set them up to be in this bullshit movie? Like, yeah, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, the th- the thing is, there's a lot of commentary in this about the studio, yeah, meddling the studio, the way that things are made by studios and stuff like that it's a pattern that um, they've established since the matrix i think probably they got really started into it with like reloaded but they're too what's the word i don't want to use meta everyone's using the word meta but they're too pretentious in the way that they're they feel like they're above the audience and it's like oh we're so smart aren't we smart don't you think we're so smart with what we're doing we're twisting back and forth and yeah and this was just the 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 
the, the worst of it, man. Just, just, just winking yeah. to the camera constantly, and it's basically just the same film as the first, just from a different perspective, but, but a shitty one. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you're saying you didn't enjoy it, right? Mm. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I absolutely hated this. Like, I thought it's the worst film that I've seen this year. Without, and I'm, I'm including. Oh my god, what was that film that I saw? It'll come to me. I saw a Netflix film that was like so appalling. Um, that You've I seen was the kind last of like, couple, their last couple, of yeah, films, yeah, Cloud no, look, Atlas, look. Um, Jupiter Ascending. Like, those oh no, 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 I haven't seen those. those I, I thought you took about uh, Matrix two and three because no, no. I, I, I went, I went with some friends from uni, right, and basically like. Uh, you know, we we're talking about this there before, and I said, uh, to be honest, I didn't mind two and three because I, I like war movies, and obviously, like Terminator Two is my it's my mm. favorite film of all time. So I I kind of like the stuff where like they're there and all the Sentinels are coming in. Is yeah. I just I to me that I actually I actually really liked it. So you know, I'm I I can say that pretty much I follow I, I like their entire vision of this, but. There are certain things that make the Matrix the Matrix the same way there are certain things that make Batman Batman, right? Yeah. Or Superman Superman or whatever, or Iron Man Iron Man. And th- there are certain things. So one of the things is fighting, right? There needs oh, to be some bloody good awful. fighting that you can see. Here. That you can see, right? Without this shitty, shaky cam close-up. Yeah. garbage like what yeah. was that man you can't see any of the fighting there was no cool stuff um the number two is the music the music was atrociously bad in this man nothing stood out that's always telling <laughs> me if, if i've watched the film and i couldn't i can't remember any melody or any song that stood out to me that i thought wow that was cool yeah then it, then it was garbage even in the second and the third ones they oh, yeah. all had this cool stuff like um you know eat um in you know, in the, in the second one, they had this bit where they're going to the Merovingians, um, the Chateau Club. Fight. Oh, the club was and good, but that fight in the Chateau, the music that fight in the that. Chateau was amazing. But I, what I mean is the music and the club one when they're going yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, and just everything looked cool. And you look at it and you're like, damn, this looks amazing. Like um, the so the music um, that obviously the the philosophy there as well. All of that kind of stuff makes the matrix, right? The one, the one thing about this that I kind of found was, you can you, um, uh, you obviously remember like the later Terminator movies, right? When Arnold started to get a little bit old, yeah, and he couldn't move the same way that he could do there before, right? Yeah. When he was getting a little bit older. Um, his moves were a little bit stifled and what they would kind of do is they would pan the camera a little bit closer so you couldn't see so much of his overall movements and stuff like that and the the one thing that I absolutely hated about this film was okay Neo's the chosen one he's like oh you know I still know Kung Fu and stuff like that the only thing he keeps doing is a bloody Hadouken on everybody man literally just like like this like all the time it's like dude what are you doing man doesn't make sense though because even though the John Wick films have kind of gotten worse as they keep going on just getting more silly they go in the way that the Fast and Furious films are going but they're still entertaining but Keanu he he's doing it all and he looks great doing it. So it, it doesn't make sense to me that he can do that stuff, 
but he can't yeah. do it here. Like what? And he just looks he... stiff and awkward, and it was like, oh no. I mean, and they, did they do it on purpose? Like there, there were so many times in here when I was just like, oh my god, this acting is flipping atrocious, right? There was bits when he's like, what, what? Oh, what? That's Keanu Reeves. Uh, Let's but be it's like Must we love I know. He's never been a great actor. I know. I know. But they do it in a way that they make him look like, you know, yeah. a great actor, right? In this, <laughs> it's just like he's, it's just, it was just appalling. Like the way they just framed everything. Um, where we went to see it, we went to go and see it in, uh, in, in, in a, a showcase cinema, which had a, a laser projector, Ooh. right? I've never seen a film look this bad on the screen, right? And I don't know whether part of it was the laser projector. It literally looked like when you see that footage of films when they've been filmed, right? And it's just like that. It's, mm. Nothing's been added to it. It's like, um, and it's like somebody's, you know, uh, somebody just filming part of the action and that's it, right? Um, the cinematographer, whoever did this, needs, needs the biggest beating ever because this is the ugliest looking film that I've ever flipping seen. Right? I've seen oh, reviews of this. It is ugly. It, it's it like don't look full great, but the on worst. ugly. Uh, the worst, okay. I've seen films on Amazon Prime that have been made for like a budget of like 20 quid that have better <laughs> cinematography than this thing did, right? Um, the... I when I was watching this, I was like, okay, um, are they taking the piss? Are they are they kind of trying to film something serious and um and it just hasn't kind of worked out? Or I I couldn't I couldn't quite get it. Honestly, like I think, I think um, it's the other one. I think it's the other Wyskowski that has the eye for this stuff, the visual eye. Maybe this one's for the storytelling, even though it weren't great but maybe the other one's the one that knows to pull away when it's the fight scenes to show everything and to, to make, to put effort into the music and the grading. The, the fact that the John Wick choreographers did the fights in this. Oh is shit. Just I did not know horrendous. that. Horrendous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How embarrassing, right? Oh, How yeah. embarrassing is it? Like they must've put effort into this. They must've said like, you do this, you do that. Yeah, but Some of the, the other things, even like the fight with uh, fake Morpheus, there was nothing there. There was literally nothing I could think of that stood out as anything. It was literally just the, the, the a little bit of hand waving and then the Hadouken that went through the wall. No? Yeah, uh, the continuous um, the continuous stuff that they had in this, where they kept showing parts of the old films, just made me think. I wish I was watching those old films, yeah, man. Got annoying. Like it was like you could just see like the. Uh, would I guess they were filmed on film, yeah, so they're like got the grain on it and stuff like that, and it just mm. looks better. It's like, um, the whole idea of it was crazy because it's like, okay, this is a game that he created, <laughs> right? Um, game? <laughs> it's the most ridiculously realistic, unbelievable game that you can ever make, right? Um, the whole premise makes no sense because like, okay, you're trying to make him forget that he was part of the matrix, right? Mm. <clears throat> and say that he is a game designer, a designer game yeah. right now. 
you're going to keep making reminding him of the matrix by continually feeding him yeah Yeah. and then if you have (laughs) to have him there and you have to have trinity because she is also they're no longer he's no longer the one now he's the two because they're both the one as important as each other so if they both have to be alive, would you keep them in the same city where they can keep bumping into each other? Or would you put the other one in Australia or something? No. So halfway through watching this, I was like, I've seen this movie before. I've seen this movie before. Where have I seen this idea there before? And I couldn't, I didn't think of it until uh, I came home and I was like, oh shit, it's like Hancock. Right, where you've got this flipping hobo guy, right? And basically, yes, yes, because they had to be to, yeah, oh, I forgot about that. And they turned Keanu Reeves into like the hobo guy, basically, from from Hancock. He's like disheveled and he's like, he's got mental problems and he can't, he doesn't understand why and all this kind of stuff. And at the end, everything's revealed. because in it that, they can't bizarre. be together because when they're together, they lose their powers, isn't it? They just become... When they're together, they become this unstoppable, destructive force that literally destroys, like, the, the world. Oh, didn't he? So... Be- yes, that's it. I thought he lost his abilities. Yeah. Like, they both lose their abilities when they're together. But no, yeah, right. It, they turns into this unstable. Yeah, 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 so they can't be together. So he basically becomes this drunk hobo to try and keep away from her, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the opposite kind of idea. Um, that... <laughs> So I mean, like I said, the the fights and the and the music was terrible. Um, the, one of the big things that that I didn't like in this, and and it's my biggest bugbear about when people I've discussed this film with so many people now, but when I when I discuss this film with people and they say, oh, if you're a big fan of the Matrix, then you'll then you'll like this, and it's oh. like, well, no, how? Because even when you're watching the fights, okay which you can't see very well, okay, um, then how none of this looks like it's occurring in the Matrix. It looks like they're just fighting just normally. Like, there's nothing, like, cool or, like, okay, jumping off walls and flying here to there and, you know, um, using certain things like, you know, Trinity and Morpheus were doing and even the standard guys that they had. Um, you know, kind of like the telling them stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, no, you know the the other oh, guys that they brought yeah, into the Matrix. The Even they could like go and like run up a yeah, wall. They gave and them stuff nothing, like that. Nothing to do. I've got uh, Henry got some stuff. Bugs. Yeah, he was alright. But I feel sorry for her, man, because also it's like, uh, you know, kind <laughs> of like they could have turned down Sanchi to do this. Could have had that when film I, and their own spin-off, Ten Rings, because she was going to be the sister. Oh, well. Wow. Why? Well, the thing is, they kind of portrayed it that she was going to be the protagonist and then it was like she's not. And the whole story behind it makes no sense. Like, she's like, oh, I saw you. You were kind of coming off and then you flew or something. It's like... Uh, he com- that v- She saw him in a previous iteration of him in a different body. That's yeah. why it kept going to the bald guy. And he was trying yeah. to fly because he had the memory, but he was basically committing suicide. So he would have died and then came again as another version of him. But she saw him attempt. She saw him attempt suicide. Attempt to fly. But, but, but then wasn't he the, didn't, didn't, what's his name? Uh, the, um, the analyst say you're a suicide survivor. So it's like, because what is back. that? 
because he came back he again. Came ba- he, what, he came back off a building? No, he came back How as another be... version because that version of him on the building was a bald guy, like a different middle-aged bald yeah, guy. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. And now he's when in the he's... old, different... But world. whenever he looked in the mirror, he'd always see, like... The old, the old guy. So old that's another... Dude. So he dies and then comes back. So he keeps coming back, innit? Like, the Matrix just keeps rebooting him. But then the analyst is saying to, to Neo that you're a suicide survivor, but he's not meant to know that he's in the Matrix. He's meant to be like... Bad writing, man. It's, it's just good. bad writing. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, and I don't know how... Okay, so then she somehow gets inspired by a dude killing himself, but she sees it was Neo for a brief second or something. Um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, that... Um, that kind of thing there just um it had some ideas in this that i thought okay if they went with this this would be pretty decent right i think they shouldn't have focused on neo people always feel like okay we're making a major film it's gotta be neo and trinity it's gotta be keanu and um what's the face but maybe they should have just gone with new characters, even if they did the Bugs thing where she's observing, going back into the old records, trying to learn seeing aspects of the original Matrix story from a different perspective, but that yeah. leads into some, something else rather than retelling this. It's basically the same film. All the benchmarks of that first film keep happening yeah. with this. But shitty, shittier. They had the one good idea I think they had from this, which they say in like a brief moment and then just, just get rid of it was the um the thing about okay there was there was peace but then as they started taking out more and more people the the cinema yeah. the, uh, yeah, the, the city started fighting against each other right that should have been the film yeah yeah and i was thinking okay that is interesting as shit man because you might have one group who are just like okay well we're just gonna keep keep harvesting humans right yeah. that's what we're gonna do and then the other lot are like okay no we've got a truce we've got to do you know whatever um and you know it's kind of like trying to find a way of them you know working with each other and blah blah i think some of the problem is that 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 meta stuff is if you try and bring too much of our kind of thought processes into the matrix it immediately pulls you out of thinking this is the matrix for example yeah, I was going to say, that compares it to Spider-Man. They both did something similar in that. Spider-Man kept bringing back one-liners and characters from the previous iterations of these characters, but it worked. It seemed organic, but with Matrix doing it, it just kind of, they were just knocking you over the head over and over again with these lines. Just, yeah. Okay, it's done. Okay, I get it. Tickles it shit. You're not smarter. It's just... Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Because they were like, um, you know, people like reboots better. They were doing this like, uh, you know, this like yeah. uh, cloud cloud meeting, basically, where they're yeah. just like brainstorming. Um, but I mean, because that's the thing. Like, okay, so in in the in the second Matrix, he meets the the architect, right? Yeah. And the architect seems like a bloody robot. You could you know he's a program just yeah. the way he talks and the way he analyzes stuff. And this guy is like. He's also meant to be the Neil Patrick Harris character is also meant to be a program, right? But but then at the end he just becomes like a horribly misogynistic. Like I mean, why why is he saying, "Oh, why don't you shut her up?" To like you know to to Neo about about Trinity and stuff. It's like 
and I like so why was... Garris, but there was no yeah. menace to him. Like the architects in Reloaded, he did nothing. He just sat there and talked. But there was gravitas with that actor that they got. An actor I've never seen before, never seen since. But he had there was weight to him, man. Just, just sitting in that chair. Did you did you feel like? For me, I felt there was no threat in this entire no. film. Like at no point was I worried. Even the shitty new Agent Smith that they, what you didn't even need Agent Smith in this. Like why do this other version? Because it didn't, didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It would just be like it. The, to me, it was kind of like okay, oh, we gotta get Trinity out. It's like I didn't. I, by that point, I didn't care. And it, it was like there was no like thinking. Okay, they're gonna get done. They're gonna get in trouble. To me, when I was looking at the, um, <laughs> I'm laughing now because when I was looking at the Sentinels and stuff, I was thinking these things don't even look real, man. The other ones look like these metallic beasts that were just mm. coming to. I don't know whether they're models. Then I assume they were models rather than CGI or, or CGI'd models, like models that had been changed. To I know I've seen the um, the uh, what's it called Nebuchadnezzar. I've actually mm. seen the model of that like in okay. in uh in a museum um but um but i don't know where they did that with the sentinels and stuff there as well uh because they it, look legit you know yeah, what I mean? it's, it's like you're talking about you know that they feel like they've just taken the footage straight out of the camera and just shoved it straight on the screen rather than grade it and color correct and all that because yeah it just kind of has this cartoon look to it so even especially even when they're in the real world it just didn't have that grit that yeah. original real world had it's like this dark dirty world it just looked anime yeah and then you had this shitty manta ray flipping robot that comes out of bloody with nowhere. googly eyes you had googly yeah. eyes that's what threw me off like what what <laughs> the hell was that oh it's just so bizarre man absolutely bizarre that's when you're just like this shit is just going crazy one thing i did like is how they allowed a program to exist in the real world with those little beads and they would have that oh. ghosty figure thing that was that was a cool idea but it was inter- it was interesting that i mean they had some ideas they definitely had some ideas right and it was you know some of these ideas that the programs wanted to live and and you know and and be friendly with humans and stuff like that and, and vice versa those kind of those kind of ideas were good but there were so many things that kind of like um i, I read scott mendelson's review from the from forbes right mm-hmm. um and one of his one of the things he wrote in there was splendidly acted i'm like bruv <laughs> did you watch <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh Lord! <laughs> supposed to be a ninety-year-old woman or something around that age. If you factor in the sixty years that it's supposed to be from the event of the first film, what it didn't just look like that regular how she is on TV now? Yeah, with a few scars. Yeah, I sit her in a mechanical wheelchair. Yeah, right, and that's it. Don't have her like do like if I said to my if I said to my uh, six year old, can you can you walk around like an old man? He'd be like, oh, yeah, my yeah. back. Oh, like that. You know what I mean? There it's like go. so it's so horrendous. Yeah. That is not acting. You know Especially what I mean? how they're I, living <laughs> even harder. She should just be like bedridden. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, this is like, you know, um, she she had obviously like uh you know she um uh she had like wrinkles all over her face and stuff like that there as well and that's Barely. you know that's kind of fine but 
they were really badly done. Yeah. It was like it was like the worst prosthetic in the world. Whoever does the prosthetics for the Star Wars stuff must have been pissing themselves if they saw this because they'd be like, "This is so bad." It's just like oh. uh, it's absolutely horrendous. Even when they were like, um, you know. I I, I I was speaking to another uh, another guy called uh, called Mike who's on our on our forum and he was like he's like oh yeah you know this this interjects like loads of like nice bits of humor and stuff and I was like okay when was the Matrix funny in all three films when when was it when was the humor in that right I can't I can't understand then why would this the only funny thing that I can think of in the entire thing. Um, which was like a one-liner joke was when the uh, pilot off i can't remember what the ship was but then niobe flies the ship oh like and and you can fly yeah Yeah, that's it that's like the one-liner or she says like oh she's got a fat ass like that about the about the ship that is it but that is guy in the first film the little skinny one ended up getting killed off he had a few little lines but yeah it was always just a little short pun yeah human. it wasn't like a broad character that was continuously trying to make jokes unlike the little chubby guy that hangs out with keanu in his um games studio like that yeah those guys were annoying oh they were just they were just so annoying i mean some of the things you look at and you think okay there's some good okay ideas here with all of them looking at everybody's looking at their mobiles now so it's like you're kind of in the matrix now anyway because yeah, you're looking through that, there they don't That's need to a, try to keep us appeased we yeah. do it to ourselves now because of monitor yeah like, i get what they're trying to do they just did it badly just did it yeah just did it horrendously and um you know some some of the things in there yeah like i said interesting ideas never really went anywhere um i also just found it really boring yeah. I was kind of oh. just like, for most of it, being like, okay, when is this going to end? What's going on? You know, uh, okay. And when they jump off and Trinity starts flying, it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Not really bothered. You know, I'm not really that interested in that. I know when they were filming this, uh, I saw all the pictures of them filming stuff. and They were actually yeah. jumping off a freaking building. And you kind of think the effort that went into this to make something yeah. so bad. Um you know, some films I look at and I think, okay, if they rearranged stuff a bit, edited things here and there, added things here and there, would have changed it. With this, it really makes it quite difficult for me to kind of say that. Um, and I also feel the, the person I feel most sorry for in this is Yaya Abdul-Mateen, right? Because yeah. it's like, it's like this dude has been put into uh, two films now by Warner Brothers, right? Which has basically been um, horrendous remakes. The oh, first Candy one being Candyman. Yeah, that one. And the Look. second one, which he could never hold a candle to Tony Todd. And now it's like he's got to now hold a candle to Lawrence Fishburne, right? And it's like everybody's saying, well, Tony Todd was better. Lawrence Fishburne was better. At least it's like Candyman, even though I did not like that film at all. Generally, people seem to be okay with it. So I think he got out of that one pretty unscathed generally because it has some audience, at least. But this, he, to be honest, they, just like with the Agent Smith, the new Agent Smith that they got, they didn't need to be there. I think they didn't yeah. need to have this Morpheus either. No. Pointless addition. And they said this Morpheus was a mix between Morpheus and Agent Smith. But it's like, what 
Agent Smith stuff or yeah. Morpheus stuff was in this dude. It wasn't like a mix of yeah. any of them. It was too goofy. Like, Morph- like, yeah, Morpheus, Morpheus is cool. Yeah, when was this guy but, was trying to? Oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Morpheus is cool, but this guy was like, "Oh, look at me in my six threads, like you know, walking oh, around the toilet." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got these nice glasses. I'm so cool. Look at me. It's like and, and it's repeating like the yeah, and re- that caricature. Yeah, repeating the lines, but doing it in just a goofy way, and and actually making yeah. a joke about repeating those lines from the yeah. games, like blah As blah it, blah. It's like oh. It's off, man. Did you did you stay for the end credits? Did you watch the end credit? No. Oh my god. Okay, now this is the thing that you know when this is the thing that I said to Mike, and I was like, look, dude, if you say to people that you like the Matrix, did you see the end credit scene? Because these guys are telling you that they hate you, right? They literally they hate your guts, right? And he's like, no. I said, okay, go and look up. <laughs> go and look up end credit scene matrix don't, right? don't, or download it it is uh the game developers mm-hmm. so they're still talking about this game developing shit which makes no sense because that should have bloody finished the game developers are like right what's the most popular thing online right now right and they're like oh on on all these like streaming platforms it's cat videos right it's cat videos. So what do we do? Let's make a new game called The Cat Tricks. And we're going to have oh, cats in the Matrix like that, yeah? And you watch this and you're like, what in the actual shit is this end credit scene? Now, I remember when I was watching Spider-Man Homecoming and it's kind of like everybody's waiting for that end credit scene. Mm. And then Captain America comes on and it's kind of like, oh shit, you got me, man. We'll stay with this, <laughs> stay with this kind of thing. But with this, it's like they're saying to you, you're an idiot for liking this. Like you should have just had a middle finger just come up on the cinema screen and be like, did you see you. that? They had that in the middle of the film. Did you see that? Okay, so this is the reason why there's all this kind of conspiracy theory about Lana Wachowski and stuff like that. There is a bit, so uh, you know when when Neo is sitting there with all this Matrix memorabilia and all this kind of stuff around him and things like that, right? Okay, and there is a bit literally in there where there is a middle finger just sticking up like this, and it pans on that middle finger just sticking up and then disappears away, and it's just like quite possibly. You could argue though that is also a callback to the because it does repeat and mirror events. Yeah, yeah, the second, yeah, the interrogation thing where he does the middle finger. But yeah, if if they're focused on it like that, yeah. Yeah. So so they're so they're doing that, and also. the oh, that that reminds me of the uh, the the other the other bit there as well. Um, the I, I also don't understand what message this film is trying to tell you, right? So we're dumb. Uh, yeah, that we're we're stupid for watching mm. this, but also as well at the same time. Okay, this Trinity okay has meant to be living her entire life through the matrix right okay so she's living her life through the matrix so through the matrix she's grown up she's married this guy she's got two kids right and then she meets neo and her kids are saying to her come on mom come on mom come with us come with us right and she's like oh f off chad and then she just goes and it's like dude you got two kids man it's like, what, what are you trying to tell? Like, you abandoned the two kids even for your... Even if she never... 
even if she never grew up in the matrix she was just like woke up one day and it was just in that scenario and she just accepted it as being her life still she would still believably have that bond we kind of saw that earlier when she was hanging out with her kids so yeah it just did seem to be a bit easy for her to be like my name's not tiffany it's trinity get off me yeah yeah it's like okay you just abandon and those two kids are what they're not programs are they they're they're people right aren't they i believe they i would well you can argue both but yeah i get get what you're saying they could be i mean if they showed that they were programs and they were designed to trick her then okay fine then that's different um and that's quite an interesting thing because it's kind of like saying okay uh there are there are messages that you're bombarded with every day that is trying to trick you and behaving into a certain way. And then once you break free of it, then that's quite clever, but they didn't. What they kind of say is like, um, she even says like, Oh, you're always trying to use the children when she turns to the, uh, the analyst guy. Mm. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? That makes no sense whatsoever. Badly ruined. Tell me, what did you think of uh, the new zombie addition to the Matrix universe? Horde. The zombie horde. They were zombies. That's basically what they were. That is, horde, that where is everyone, true. Random people suddenly just had that black cold going over their eyes and then oh, yeah, 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 them. yeah. Um, that reminded me of, um, you know, Suicide Squad, yeah. uh, the original one, when um, basically, like, apparently in the original cut, they're actually meant to be like, um, you know, characters that are meant to, you know, go and fight against them. But Warner Brothers thought it was too bad. So basically it was just Enchantress turning them into these like black figures, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Black gooey figures that you could end up just killing. And it was kind of like the same same kind of thing. Like they could take people over. But even with that, I'm thinking, okay, there's no threat in this. Like, okay, they, they're going through on a motorbike. And there's people so throwing what? themselves out of windows. So what? And then you think, okay, well, surely they can use Matrix abilities when they're doing that, like drive the motorbike up the side of a building and then come off and then do a cool flip around. You know, it's just things. It's like, this looks like what this, this film reminded me of when you get a sequel to a film that has kind of done well, but it's unexpectedly done well. For example, like like Death Race. Go remember Death Race with yeah. Jason Statham. Yeah. And then they made Death Race 2 with Vinnie Jones. And then they made <laughs> and then they made Death Race 3 with um that guy who used to be in that group called Bross in Ross. the UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically they had no right. plans for a further story, so they just had to kind of throw shit together. Yeah. That, yeah. Exactly and you watch it and it's like, what the hell is this? The 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 dialogue's bad. The um, you know, the, it doesn't look like anything like the original it, Death Race. The cinematography is horrendous. Uh, the way it's shot is terrible. Just everything, you know. It um, makes me think about what could have been because apparently Warner Brothers were in the planning for another Matrix, regardless, independent yeah. of the Wachowskis. And it was some. I think the director of um, Viva Vendetta was saying because he worked with them because they produced that, and he was saying that yeah, Warner Brothers have been working on various scripts developing various writers so it was going to happen regardless but then lana turned up with like i've got a story i want to make it and they're like all right cool so it makes you think what could have been if if they had this let someone else with a different perspective take this over and what story they could have told 
because now it, it's pretty much dead. Like, well, then you heard that they've greenlit a Matrix Five, right? Are you kidding? Uh, with no, what? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, mate. I I read I read this today, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Right? I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't like double check it. That it was on uh, you know whatever. But basically, like, yeah, um, the Matrix Five is uh is is planned to be to be made. Basically, it's weird right? because even Nana was saying that they had no plans to do another one. That this was it. You never you never know. Sometimes it's just a way to get people to watch this one. You know, you know, like basically, if people just you know decide that they're never going to watch this film, um, oh, but yeah, wow. what conflicting, conflicting reports on that one. So we'll have to wait. So and see. Yeah. we'll wait and see. Hopefully, hopefully the answer is no, basically. But um, but yeah, I why why kind of why it kind of looks like to me is um, have you ever seen this thing called Sense Eight? That I've seen some of them. I didn't right. stick with it though. So yeah, These are the same writers, but, by the way. People, wrote yeah, that it kind of looks like they're rejected ideas from Sense Eight that they thought let's put into this. Um, can you remember there was a there was a director called Josh Trank? Yeah, um, he made, he made the new Fantastic Four. <laughs> he wanted to make a Chronicle Two, <laughs> but they wouldn't let him. Fox wouldn't let him make a Chronicle Two. They're like, you got to make Fantastic Four instead. So he's like, right, I'm going to make Chronicle 2, but put Fantastic Four and pretend it's Fantastic Four over the top of it. And that's basically what he did, right? So this kind of seems to me like, okay, Lana had all these ideas for Sensei. This is kind of like, you know, the, the way that it is. And a lot of the dialogue kind of seems like it's very Sense-80. And it's like, okay, let's just let's just kind of hang the Matrix over the top of it. And then hang it over Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers will be like, "Yeah, let's let's do it." I mean, the the thing that always cracks me up about this, yeah, is that they're like they're like, "Oh yeah, our our benevolent uh, our benevolent benefactors, Warner Brothers," and then they're cussing Warner Brothers and the studio process and all that through this. It's like if you're an executive watching this, yeah, I would literally, I would, if I was inductive and I had half a brain, I would turn around and say, "Do you know what? You know." I'm not paying you any money for this. Dude, right? they shouldn't be making uh, anything. Speed yeah. Racer, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. flopped. Jupiter Ascending, flopped. Cloud Atlas, flopped. These are $100 million films that they were making. Each of them flopped. Sensei ended up getting cancelled. How do they keep making these big-ass films? It makes no sense to me. There yeah. comes a point where how can... <laughs> it's interesting because it's kind of like um, I find it in a way that when I when I talk to certain people online about about Batman, for example, okay, and I say Batman is this because he did this in this uh, comic book series and he did this in this comic book series and stuff, you talk to some people about it and they're like, okay, well, no, uh, Batman is he never he all he does is he never kills anybody, right? And that's basically like the only essence there of his character and it kind of looks to me like what whoever has made this or proved this has never seen the original matrix films and has basically just looked on a wikipedia page and been like yep okay kung fu yes um okay uh they they talk about some philosophical philosophical stuff uh red pill blue pill yep 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 um it looks like what else fan- reeves someone wrote a fanfic story and then <laughs> yeah. someone decided to 
film that fan fiction of the Matrix, that of a continuation of that story. That's what this basically comes off like. Yeah. So, uh, so after talking to you about cameras and stuff there as well, I was like, okay, let me find out what they use to film this and apparently this is is called a red camera 6k which is what they used to film this which is basically like a it looks like a it's looks like a box standard yeah. like and it films at 6k and that is it and i just looked at it and i was like this doesn't look like a st- i mean it costs like twelve thousand dollars or something which isn't even i don't think that much for a studio well, level not. camera i guess you can get nice um, stuff out of it but you have to make an effort to do something with what you get from it basically and they didn't exactly and it just shows the skill of i mean if Zack snyder can film stuff out of an iphone yeah. <laughs> which looks the way that yeah. you know that, that that he does and it's like this is filmed out of a 12 grand camera and looks the way that it does Man. um i'd be interested to know i, I am actually going to potentially watch it when I can get it on some kind of streaming thing, because I just want to see, does it look as bad on the TV as it did on that laser projector? It looks, it has a TV quality to it. Like, yeah, not fully as bad, but it's it's, it's not far off to be honest. Yeah. I got, I I honestly think like, I I found it really difficult to watch and it's probably the worst film that I've seen this year. And I've seen some real, ropey ropey shit as you know (laughs) (laughs) real garbage films man this is probably probably because i thought that this is going to be this is going to be better than it was man but yeah i'm actually quite worried about warner brothers man the amount of money they lose it's like how the hell are they making any money on anything this year to produce anything 2020 in this year this that whole day and date stuff was really has to have shot them in the ass there's no way they could have made that money up from people just subscribing to hbo max what they could have yeah. in cinemas it's nuts the thing is this like they um they were showing on the opening week of one Woman 84 it made 122 million right despite it being day and date and mm. nobody going to cinema in 2020 um the same time release of matrix uh day and date hbo uh and um you know uh, and, and cinema um it's made 44 million right so it's like this film is has made less money than one woman 84 which is uh now i'm just thinking that any film that warner brothers releases in this slot of the year it's just like a dumping ground because aquaman aquaman 2 is being dropped dropped in that zone there for next year and it's like do you want to lose some money yeah let's just let's chuck it in this slot uh to to lose some money like every single freaking year man it's just like absolutely um absolutely nuts man i don't, I don't know um yeah i'm two just stars. uh matrix two yeah stars two stars really oh you're you're yeah i'll give it one star to be honest your boy um to, to finish off your boy Roman Reigns um, oh, uh, had a, had a, had a little interview at Aquaman. Did you see that? He said that if he if he was in it, it would have made like twice as much yeah. or some crap like that. So somebody <laughs> stopped him and was like, "Oh, are you are you Jason Momoa?" And he's like, "He's like, no, nah, no." Nah, but if I was in Aquaman, <laughs> it would it would have made double, which is hilarious, man. I don't know, maybe maybe he was the star of. Uh, Hobson Shaw anyway um, the stars <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean so uh, so yeah but uh, 
but yeah guys that uh pretty much draws us to the end apart from the fact that there are a few rumors here and there well, but one last thing if you do want to continue the feel and the vibe of being in the matrix and you know you've the movie Resurrections left a bad taste in your mouth. And if you happen to have an, uh, the new Xbox or PS5, then just play a, a Awakens. It's a five-minute tech demo, and it's so much better than that whole movie. That five-minute experience of playing that game is so much better than this. It's on the Unreal 5, I think, isn't it? On the yeah, Unreal yeah, 5 it's, it's literally engine, just showing so. off what's possible in that thing. It's, it looks crazy. <laughs> Do you think that The Matrix was a, uh, a two-and-a-half-hour advert <laughs> this game it's like yeah go and go watch this go play this free demo that's what they're banking on basically um and yeah if it's on if it's if it's on playstation then sony just could be as like like you big studios keep making your films and we'll just we'll take the game money every wow. single time so uh so yeah, guys, uh, if you want to contact us with uh, with uh, any messages or anything like that, uh, you can uh, find us on the Facebook page, which is uh, DCVS Marvel Podcast, or email us on DCVS Marvel Pod at gmail.com. Um, all of the video stuff is up on um, the... <laughs> I'll tell you a silly thing about this video in a second. All the video stuff is up on the Voltron Network. I did actually film... A- <laughs> film a video uh, which i was going to time lapse of me putting the leg armor on on the batman oh, suit right yeah, yeah. uh and i filmed it and i'm but, but i looked at it i put it through the editing and it's like i had to hold the panels on for like 20 30 seconds to get them stick on and one of them is just me holding the crotch like i'm like i can't have that on the internet just like you know i cannot have that on the internet because it's just gonna be like oh that you know they're gonna somebody somebody somebody's gonna find that yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna try and find a way of editing it maybe showing you just like certain panels and stuff like that there as well and then and then put that up there um it came you out could good, also find you can, you can just about it came make out it pretty out good. Yeah. yeah, it came out pretty I just need the cape. I need the cape, man. Oh, the cape is the, the next purchase. Oh, no, no. I bought each thing individually because at the time I was kind of like, okay, I can't afford this, but I can yeah. afford one part. So I only I bought the the, the shoulder and the and the chest armor first, then I bought the ab bits, then I bought the gauntlets, then I bought the belt, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. each individual bit. So yeah, um, you could also catch Ed's on uh, on the other show, movie, TV, stuff like that. Talking at the movies. Go check it out. All podcasting platforms and on the Vulture Network. Yeah, and um, that will be our last show of, uh, of, of 2021. Um, we were going to do our best and uh, best and worst of 2021, including what we did there last year, which is who is the hero, who is a villain, did Marvel win, did DC win? Um, I think we'll we'll do that at the, in the start of 2022 um, because I need to have a think about that there as well. Really? Uh, after, you really after, need yeah. to think about that? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> last year I said Warner Brothers is the villain. I'm thinking Warner Brothers is the bloody villain this year as well. So I'm just thinking <laughs> maybe, maybe, need to, maybe need to make, make it a little bit more nuanced, uh, nuanced before that, man. But yeah. Rigging um, we'll, the system. <laughs> Yeah. we'll think about that and then uh, and then come with that i can't let marvel win year after year uh and 
<laughs> and then um, and then uh yeah we'll see you again um until then guys have a happy new year and uh yeah um everything you wish for hopefully that will come true happy new and, year guys. Uh, we'll see you again next time see you later